Hello, everyone. The Black creators I would like to support this week are the uh, cast of the Three Black Halflings podcast. Uh, they run a discussion podcast about Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, it features Unati Lewis Niao, Jasper Cartwright, and Jeremy Cobb. They discuss how each of them likes to run uh, D&D games as well as uh, some of the fun experiences or challenging experiences they've faced in D&D uh, and how some of these things apply to uh, their lives as black individuals. It's a very enlightening podcast to listen to in addition to being uh, incredibly entertaining. I seriously binged the first seven episodes in about two days uh, just because I couldn't get enough of it. They are a riot, uh, and I highly recommend you go listen. They don't currently have a way to financially support the show, but if they at some point do, I will be one of the first to uh, hop on there, and I will let the world know about it as well. So uh, for now, uh, if you're able, please go give them a listen uh, and uh, maybe write them on Apple Podcasts as well if you have the time. Thank you, and please enjoy the show. Previously on SCP Play. Uh, hi, how can I help you? Yeah, we're looking for a package that might have been delivered here. Have you guys seen anything like that? Uh, no, I don't think so. I can read people's thoughts. Can't talk here. She looks so much like her. Miles just opens the flap and rolls on in. Uh, you're hit with the dank. If you're just sitting here all alone, <laughs> we can hang. We getting deep today. Started swimming. I just ran into like this huge like sea serpent thing. We have the heart. Oh, the dread behemoth. Yeah, it's just giant. But again, serpent thing is bigger. And he takes its heart and it still like beats to this day. And whenever you're around it, it's like hard to hear anything. I only want to talk to Anyas. Yeah, I think I'll be fine. I think your sister might be in trouble. I think I have to go. The figure that is on top of the ball is lanky and misshapen, and the ball is another clown. And they begin to roll your way. So, Ben, when we last left off, there was a very lanky, wiry-framed clown, uh, unnaturally so, atop a very bulbous, ball-shaped clown. Uh, the two of them were rolling towards you, uh, and you see a girl has been uh, have begun to be dragged off by uh, another clown, uh, but neither the girl nor the mother seem to think that there is anything wrong with this. What do you do? Great question, Kenneth. Um, you may take your time if you so wish. Yeah, I'm definitely going to take my time. This is this is bullet time for Ben. <laughs> Everything's slowed down. So, uh, if you're having a bit of trouble... No, I have decided something. what I want to do. So, I am going to just try to spin move around the 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 clowns coming towards me not actually but uh you know metaphorically and try to protect someone by trying to to get the girl back to her mom okay yeah i think that fits the fits the bill so uh go ahead and roll plus tough okay i have 
plus one to tough, so. Oh, God. <laughs> I leveled up, guys. Yay. <laughs> Snake eyes uh, plus one. <laughs> to three. <laughs> Yay. Oh, <boy>. Man, that is... <laughs> That is not a good I roll. shouldn't have rolled before we started. I got a 10 before we started. Uh, you wasted it. Cool. <laughs> so uh, on a fail for protect someone. Uh, Christ. It says on a miss, then you end up making things worse. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh no. no. No, uh, Ben. You end up making things worse. Okay. <laughs> so. Oof. <laughs> Have fun figuring this one out. Uh huh. I, I think. I mean, no matter what failure I decide to take here, I think it will make the general situation worse. Yeah. But I think um, for this, it's making things specifically worse. So I think that. Uh, so you try to run up to the. Uh, ball mounted clown the the clown ball mounted clown yeah the clown ball mounted clown <laughs> yeah uh and you try to do a spin move um but you never really did like football it was a metaphorical anything. spin move <laughs> yeah so you, you try to do like a, a little juke and then a spin but then you like trip over your own shoe so you God. uh you run into the clown that was on top of the ball clown, um, and the ball clown uh, you land on top of, but it goes shooting out uh, and hits a bystander kid in the face. Oh, God. Um, and the entire crowd turns towards you, um, and they are very confused as to why you just tackled this clown. <laughs> They begin to move around you and say, "Hey, get get off of him! He's just a clown, man. Get get over, let him let him go. You hurt this kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hit me in the face. This is so embarrassing." <laughs> um, They're all like uh, yelling at you, like, "Hey, get away!" And the clown that you have uh, essentially tackled. Uh, you are on top of, he leans in towards you and says, you better listen to the crowd. You really should get out of here. Um, so I am not going to try to cause any more commotion than I already have and just get up and move away, but keep an eye on the, on the girl, what's happening with her. In the confusion of tackling this other clown uh, and the crowd thus surrounding you, you can no longer see the little girl. Great. Awesome. So you start to move away from the crowd. Uh, they are like somewhat surging towards you to make sure that you are like leaving this clown alone uh, and you walk off. Do you have a general direction that you're heading towards? Um, If there is the, so the parade, it's a parade. Are they moving mm -hmm. in a general direction, like a um, like a line? Are they going in like a line? So they are sort of circling around the park. Uh, when I first described the map 
of the park. I described the general spiraling inward uh, around the uh, entirety of the park. Um, they kind of look like they are on this route. Okay, I'm going to move up like... I'm going to jog up like a few yards and see if I see anything new. But if I don't, I'm just going to head back to the tent where Anya is. So the um, next section, uh, I'll, I'll say that you move forward and there's like um, some boxes that are set up of like uh, we're moving supplies throughout the park. Uh, you can just kind of climb up on these boxes and see uh, a, a bit of what's in your immediate surroundings. So you are uh, around like the edge of the entrance area to like the the water feature area, um, and to um, the like the next area that you are going to enter is the uh, amusement area of like um, amusement park rides. Like this is where the Ferris wheel, um, the the spinny top, uh, like egg carriage type thing, is at. Um, there's a couple like mini roller coasters uh there's nothing like giant that you'd see at like six flags or anything just because that's they have an inherent danger to them and are not very conducive to um a, a traveling circus um oh but they have like one of those uh what's the one that like is a ufo that spins really quick and then you're like stuck up against the wall the tilt a world gravitron gravitron yeah, the gravitron that's it uh yeah there's a gravitron there that um and that one is getting that has like the longest line so like if you did decide to like try to ride on a few rides if you tried to go on that one i think like you you wouldn't be able to get there by the end of the day so it's like mm, i don't i don't think you can really get through on that one and then the area that you just came from uh is the like cheap games section. Um, and then always inward uh, is the big top tent, the giant red hood that uh, is constantly on the horizon of your vision. Yeah, so he's just going to follow it for like like a few yards and see if he can catch a glimpse of the girl anywhere. And if he can't, he's just going to, he's not going to try to go too far away from his group. So he's going to go back to Anya's. So I think that um, the clowns are now very wary of you. Um, the lanky one and the ball one recognizing that you could now perceive what is happening. Uh, that those two are continuing to con sorry continuing along on uh, this spiraling path, uh, but those two are keeping a constant eye locked onto you to make sure that you don't try to do anything. They haven't tried to uh, take anyone else or harm anyone else um, for the next uh, 100 feet or so that you're walking along. I don't know how far you're thinking of going. Yeah, like a, a few yards, I said. Not, not super Just long. Just a few yards? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so they, they don't try anything, but those two clowns uh, keep a constant eye on you as they begin to walk away. So... Next, let's, uh, while this is going on with, uh, with Ben, let's jump over to Ned and Miles. Uh, so you two just finished hanging out with the, uh, Fishman of Manasquan. Ned, you still have the plus one to cool and the minus one to, um, sharp. 
sharp. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. Thank you. So you two just exited his trailer, um, and I think that you knew that uh, your companions were at uh, the Nereid trailer, but I don't know that you knew they were going to go to the heart. So uh, what's your next move? What would be the logical step here? Ned, um, I guess we should... um, You seem a little out of it, but um, you seem cool as heck. Um, I think we should... uh, uh, Hey, Kenneth, do I... Do we hear commotion? Because we're not that far away, right? Um, you might hear, like, uh, I think that there is uh, a bit of, like, music being played as well as the parade goes by here, but it sounds more distant. Uh, I, I think that it's not something that particularly would stand out over the sounds of a circus. Right, okay. But we don't hear, like, the people yelling at Benji or anything. So, um... Um... I would say like not yet. I think that uh, your timelines are slightly different at the moment. Okay. I think you you will catch up to them eventually. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess we should go catch up with Benji and Agnes over at the Nereids, or uh, I don't know if you think they're done there. That maybe they went to the heart of the Dread Behemoth or whatever. But like I said, that thing sounds gross. So where do you think we should go check for them? Yeah, um, that heart, he had a pretty cool story for that. Sounds kind of trippy. But, um, nah, shoot, yeah, the, uh, the other two, where, where would they be at? Um, real quick, kind of as an aside, um, sure. I don't remember what I know and what Miles knows. Did the fishman of Manasquan, uh, did he mention that uh, what's-his-butt Manny can't hear what's going on around the heart? Did he tell us that? Uh, yes, he he did. Uh, okay. He mentioned that that was a, a spot that he liked to go to uh, tap into some of his that's more right. yeah. risque supply. Okay. I don't know if that's the word for it, but... <laughs> um. I mean, I hope risky not, around, risky around Manny. That would be. Yeah. Um. Well. Uh. I mean, it seems like maybe we should go check out the heart thing, though, because it might be good to have a place to sort of set up a base of operations where we won't be found. Yeah, he said that you can't hear much around the heart. It's and it's there's the some sort of memetics. Yeah, yeah, it's I remember so that loud. Now. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, let, let's go, buddy. And I think Miles is gonna like take Ned's hand and like slowly like ease him towards the heart. <laughs> so as you two start heading off towards the heart, sorry, Daniel, did you want to say something? No, I was just gonna add the little bit of flavor that he's he's probably just kind of being led and looking around at all the the bright colors that he's maybe really noticing for the first time here at this at the circus at this carnival man he didn't just smoke weed did he yeah there's probably like (laughs) some some other stuff in there too who knows 
So uh, as you two are walking back towards uh, the so the uh, trailer of the Nereid and the tent where the heart is being kept are pretty much right next to each other. So you have to head generally back the same direction that you came. Um, and you're passing by the uh, area that or the overlooking area for the uh, large pool that's part of um, the main water feature area that you're in. Uh, that's where they have like their main water shows that are going on. Um, and that's where when you first walked up, the Nereids were having their synchronized swimming uh, when you first walked up. And this is also where uh, you saw the very large seal that was very uh, chonky and adorable and had a big old snoot. Um, and the uh, side that you're walking by currently also has the uh, holding area for where uh, the seal is kept. Uh, it's a very large, spacey area um, and open for uh, people to look down into and see this uh, very large seal. Um, and at the edge of this sort of observation area, you see uh, two young boys are uh, standing at the edge and sort of yelling and mocking and sending uh, general gawks towards the seal. Um, and you don't see any uh, staff of sorts around. Um, and Ned, you recognize these two people. Uh, these are the two bullies of your school. Uh, do you have names for what they would be called? Uh, the Sw names. Swirler and Swirly, because <laughs> they're, the, they're the ones who gave you the swirly. That is a... Uh... Shoot. There's a pivotal moment here. We got to decide exactly <laughs> what their awesome names are. I can do random asshole name generator if you want. Chad and Mike. <laughs> Chad and Mike. They could I don't want to alienate any of our listeners who might be Chads or Mikes. I'm sure you guys Every are lovely Chad people. who's listening. <laughs> we, we need to pull up a list of uh, common names in Djibouti, I believe. <laughs> because we know I, that I don't know if I'm going to be able to pronounce this. <laughs> good point. That is true. I'm good with uh, Chad Chadley and Brad Bradson. Ooh, well, okay. that's so dangerously close to Brad Bradshaw. Bradshaw. <laughs> yeah, very close to Brad Bradshaw. <laughs> okay, so it's Chad Chadley and Brad Bradshaw. Uh, those are your two bullies. <laughs> so uh, Brad and Brad and Chad are uh, they're yelling down uh, profanities at the uh, seal, and you notice Ned a, a slight glint is coming from uh, the neck of one of these individuals. We'll say it's Brad. And Glaze. something rings in your head of the horde. The horde. Comes from his neck? Yes. Um, interesting. Like so, he's wearing a necklace? Yeah. Yes, that's, that's it would I'm be thinking. akin to a necklace. He doesn't have a golden neck. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking for a second. Okay. Um so what Ned's going to do he's he's going to kind of like grab uh grab Miles arm with his with his other arm cuz he's being pulled along. Ah, like, hey, hey, what's up Ned? Uh, hold hold up a minute. 
I gotta, I gotta look at this seal. Beep, 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 beep. Angry beeps are coming from your bag. Angry beeps? These are, these are fighting beeps. Beep, 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 Angry, beep. oh, sh- oh, boy, those are, those beep, are some beep. angry beeps. Hey, beep. Miles, do you hear that, too? Yeah. Beep, beep, beep. Are your buddies all right? Yeah. Beep. Uh, let's, let's take this. He's going to pull off his backpack. And and we're gonna we're gonna unzip it and we're gonna we're gonna throw the little buddies onto the onto the ground. So a- as soon as you set the uh, two little buddies onto the ground, uh, I I think this is the first time that Miles would have seen them. Hmm. Probably. Because yeah. uh, I think the the only person who would have actually seen them was Dr. Miller as she was helping you uh, get through the wall out of 106's pocket dimension. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think they probably would have gone straight back into your bag. And so, uh, so what you see... Real quick, can we just say that uh, Dr. Miller told Miles uh, about them, that they were just there, so that it makes sense that he just said, hey, I think your little buddies are mad. <laughs> sure I, I think i think that like there would have been some mention of them at, the, at okay. some point at the as, very like, least i know about them i just haven't seen them mm-hmm. i okay. mean if you wanted we could say that ned also just like took them out when they were all waiting for the um oh what what was it the uh seminar to start if you wanted but that's sort of retconning a little bit so i'll leave it up to you dan you can't take this from me this is the big reveal of the little buddies that he's so happy throwing out here okay yeah, so, so you've uh, never seen him before. Okay. What you see as uh as Ned lets let's go of your arm or you let go of Ned's arm. So he pulls off his uh his Dora the Explorer backpack, which he always wears, you know, religiously. And he uh sets it on the ground, unzips it, and out roll uh, these these two little balls they look like. Um let's see. What do they, they look are, like? They are uh like this microphone shaped that I have. With, uh, yeah, about teardrop shapes, I guess, on the top. And they have what appears to be a small little wheel at the bottom of it, and then an eyeball in the front. Nay. And, uh, as they, as they get on the ground, they, uh, they start scooting around a little bit. Beep, 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 beep. They start beeping, uh, beeping very quickly. And in kind of a, uh, a concerned manner. Ned, they're so cute. I love them. Do you have names for them? I, I've been trying to to get. I'm gonna them. name this one Spot, and I'm gonna name this one Rover. That their eyes are like sheepish, sheepishly closed at you, just like disapproving of the name that you just gave. <laughs> Miles doesn't doesn't register that. He, they are Spot and Rover now. Yeah, I mean, like I I tried to name them before, but they got mad and. I tried to figure out what their names are. They won't tell me, though. Beep, beep. Well, then you have to assign them. It's just like a cat. How do the little oh, buddies geez. react to that? <laughs> um, As much as, like, a shrug you can give as while being on, like, a, a singular wheel. It's yeah. like a, a short, like, forward and back. <laughs> <laughs> It's, I mean, you don't ask a cat what its name is. You just name it, and then it learns. Right, Spot? 
All right. Well, we're still working on it, but we'll get there. <laughs> we'll figure it out later. But uh, yeah, I figured I'd take him out and and see what they had had to do. Beep 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 beep. So they do a quick uh circle around Ned, uh, and they stop start zooming off towards uh the two bullies who are at the balcony. Uh, they have started, uh, one of them, uh, is still yelling down at the, the big old seal and the other one is, uh, leaning over to like scoop up some mud to, you assume, toss at the seal. Um, and as he's bending over, uh, the little buddies ram right into his butt and knock him over and start angrily beeping at him. (laughs) Beep, 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 beep. (laughs) <laughs> hey Ned, should we be letting um hey, come on, let's regular go over people there. see them? Let's go on. There's plenty yeah. of crazy stuff Miles at this re- carnival. Is re- he's sprint he's ready to sprint after Ned. <laughs> yep, we're we're going. Who? Ned's that's It's important going. to note, Ned might have a leg up on these bullies now that he's got his extra cool buff. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, we sprint go. over there. I think I let Ned lead. When uh, bully number one, we'll say uh, Brad, is knocked over, uh, Chad turns around and immediately is like, Hey, what the hell are these little race car things? They knocked over my buddy. What what the hell? So he starts uh, trying to, like, kick at the little buddies, but uh, they're zooming around too quick and uh, they're not able to hit him. Uh, what would what would your action be here? You're able to get up to them and either say something or make an action to try to resolve the situation. Okay, so I'm running up and they're like and they're like kicking at them, right? Uh, it's like kicking but whiffing completely, so like almost falling over. Okay, right. That sounds good. So uh, let's see. Any other guys on the ground? So we're gonna we're gonna run up to them and we're gonna say, "Hey, uh, what are you guys doing kicking those those little things?" Yeah, those are my remote control race cars. You you little punk! You you pushed your cars into 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 Brad. I I I didn't I didn't yeah, mean yeah. to. Yeah. What what what's your problem, man? Brad is on the ground and, and sniffles and like quickly wipes away a little tear so you can't see. I'm 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 really sorry. Here, can I help you up? And I'm gonna offer a hand to Brad to help him up. Uh Brad like bats your hand away and he's just like, I don't want your help. You knocked me over. Who are you punks anyway? I mean no, we're just we're just going to the circus like like uses. You didn't have to mess with my with my friend's stuff here. Your friend's stuff messed with me. Oh. I, I'm really sorry. I, I, I think they lost signal or something in the crowd. I, I didn't I really didn't mean to. And the, uh, a, a, as you say this, the two little buddies ram again into like his ankle. It doesn't knock him over, but it like <laughs> hurts. Yeah, <laughs> what the I'm still losing connection. I I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I like uh I've motion to the little buddies in like a in like a come here gesture. Uh they ignore you and angrily circle around Brad. 
and are beeping urgently. Damn, I had a great plan. I'm going to mutter okay. out of the corner of my mouth. Ned, I don't think they're going to let us go until we get that necklace. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to yell at Brad. Hey, get off of him. What are you doing? You're going to break him if Wait, you step on I, him. Uh, it I'll I'll break you if I want to. You keep rabbing him into me. Uh, we're going to we're we're gonna we're gonna try we're gonna try and push Ned over. That's what we're gonna do. Wait, I'm Ned. Brad. <laughs> Ned pushes himself over. So congratulations. Ned pushes himself over. He's just getting on level with Brad. That's all. We're cool. I know these guys. They've been messing with me. We're fucking. We're gonna try and mess with them. All right. What are you doing? Uh, we're, I I guess. Let's see. So what is the goal here? Okay. I will describe my course of action. So what I wish to do here is I'm going to try and run up and push uh, Brad over with the little buddies. They're like circling around his, his feet and kind of knocking him off balance and stuff, right? Right. And then when he's on the ground and I'm right next to him, I'm going to try and grab the necklace off and run away. Okay. So I, I think that this is a high pressure situation i don't think that you're like trying to physically like kick some ass here so i think that this would be an act under pressure so go ahead and roll plus cool all right sounds good as ned rushes forward pushing fast his his heart beating we'll try this and that is a three and a four is seven plus two is nine and you can have uh miles help you out here yeah miles is going to um uh so ned's trying to sort of get this off of him uh miles is going to be chasing after the little buddies but like kind of like be like bumping around around the guys around brad's feet to try to distract him from what's going on at brad's head you feel sure yeah okay that that checks out so uh help out do you have the the feet that you oh you have to roll it's okay. that's only when fighting a monster so i do have to roll mm, for help gotcha. out okay that is an eight plus cool one nine <laughs> okay yeah so uh you add one to the roll it exposes you to trouble or danger um i, I don't think oh, that no. there's a whole lot of danger to be had here uh i think you are able to uh, do as you were trying to, uh, as you described, uh, you push Brad over, uh, and you are able to swiftly, uh, grab the necklace. And as soon as you have your hands on it, the little buddies start, uh, zooming away, uh, in preparation for, for fleeing from this situation. Um, I think Chad is just a bit dumbstruck, uh, and... As you two start running away, Chad, like, picks up a clump of dirt and tries to throw it at you. It does hit Miles, but it's fairly harmless. I don't think it even does any damage to you, but your shirt is, like, a little bit muddy now. Aw, oh, man, this is my cardinal shirt. <laughs> hey, let's get out of here. I'll have to have Mr. Clark wash it when I get back. That's all right. And I sprint <laughs> after Ned. <laughs> Cool. The amazing so you great escape. Sprint off uh in the direction back towards uh the Nereid trailer and Yeah, I think the you're still trying to get over tent there. Tent of the heart. 
I think while this is going on, this is about the time where uh, Ben was uh, being not so pleasantly introduced to the clowns. Oh, no. Uh, and I think by the time you reach this area, uh, Ben has just finished uh, watching the clown procession uh, continue onward. So you have now met back up with Ben. And we we arrive at Ben just like sprinting and panting, <laughs> running away from <laughs> these other guys. Perfect. And I'm holding what is so what is this in my hand? Is this like a, a gold chain necklace with an emblem on it or something? So as you were uh picking out your items, uh the item that Ned chose uh in the SCP sales catalog. Uh this was a weird one, but your ancestor was calling you to pick it. So this is the horde of Toidnak. Uh the Horde of Toidnak is, uh, you could have easily historically looked this up, so it uh, is a Cornish uh, horde of, I say horde, it sounds like it's a, a huge amount of gold, but uh, the, the big deal with it is that it's so old. So it is a, the listed items are two twisted neck rings, four arm rings and two lengths of unfinished gold rod is the uh what the horde consists of but the weird thing about this is it's from uh estimated to be from the bronze age so these are very old uh gold pieces that uh are a bit weird uh, like the quality of them is very surprising for the time in which they are uh, supposed to have been made so the uh, thing that you have just pulled off of your uh, bully is one of the neck rings. Uh, so you now have that in your possession. Awesome. Great. So it's like a twisted neck ring then. Yes. Uh, it, it's very like high quality gold. Uh, it's very uh, fairly flawless. It doesn't have a whole lot of... Um, impurities in it at all uh and it's pretty well crafted as well it is a, a, a twisted gold uh neck ring great okay so we we get up to ben we go ben ben or, or what happened are you guys okay we are they following us um we, i don't I, think they're following us i think we got away I think Ned just robbed you. someone, and I might have helped him. What? What? What do you guys do? But it was exciting, and we—I think beep, we beep, got beep, away beep. with it. <laughs> and then you beeps. see, like, <laughs> like driving up behind <laughs> Ned and Miles are these are these two little teardrop-shaped, multicolored, uh, like eyeball things that are just zooming along the ground, little trail of dust rising up behind them. Are Spot, those beep, the beep, things beep, that have been beep beep beep? beep. <laughs> Are those the things that have been beeping this entire goddamn time? Oh Beep, yeah, 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 yeah. Those are those are my little buddies. But imp imp more importantly, right now, uh, I got this ring, and I hold it up in my fist. I think this is my destiny. Oh. Was that your item that you ordered? It, come to think of it, I think this is only part of it. But yes, this sounds like destiny to me. This is my destiny right here. 
Destiny, that's definitely what it is. And uh, he puts it on his own neck. Okay. Uh, There are no apparent effects from putting it on, but it uh, is a pleasant fit. It uh, fits your neck quite nicely. Wow, great. There we go. I'm one of those uh, upper middle class now, eh? (laughs) You look great, Ned. Hey, thanks, kid. Well, let's uh, let's get you guys uh, back in here. We should. We probably shouldn't have too many people looking out for you. As he takes off his Dora, Dora the Explorer backpack, and uh, corrals the little buddies back into it so that they can look out the two eye holes of the backpack. Can I think Ben might be able to smell the weed on Ned? <laughs> oh yeah, and he's acting much cooler than normal. <laughs> You went to college. You you know what weed smell is. Yeah. So, uh, do you have a good time, Ned? Oh yeah, we uh took a a, a bunch of notes. We met a, a fish man. He had the, the dread behemoth. Yeah, eldritch horror. He killed with a big harpoon. Talked about memetics and hearts and. And there's some other stuff, too, but uh, we won't get into that. It's not important. Right. Right. But yeah, this heart, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great place. He said there's, there's, he leans in close, memetics. I heard you. I heard you the first time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look back at the tent where Anya is. Is she still in there? What's going on there? She has uh, not exited the tent just yet. So let's go ahead and see what has gone on with Agnes this whole time. Hello, everyone. This is your keeper, Kenneth, here with your semi-regular mid-roll announcements. So uh, in the past couple weeks, we've had some art uh, that you should go check out on either our Twitter or Instagram. Uh, we had a commissioned piece from Mal. Uh, they did an incredible job. Uh, it is of a certain Herman Fuller. And uh, if you would go take the time to check that out, maybe drop a like if you enjoy. Uh, we'd appreciate it. And much thank you to Mal. There is also another piece of art that you should go check out. Uh, one Pip Astro Bailey uh, created a piece of art uh, based on Herman Fuller's circus uh, while listening to our show. So thank you for sharing us and glad we could uh, influence her SCP work. Uh, check out our tags on Instagram uh, to go and find that and drop it a like too. Uh, we are uh, at SCP underscore play at uh instagram or twitter uh so go check us out if you haven't already with no new reviews for this week uh we have only to thank michael winton for the wonderful music uh and hope you enjoy the rest of the show So, Agnes, where we left you, uh, Trixie had just left uh, you alone after learning that you do not remember your sister. You can probably infer that she may have some trust issues about this whole thing in general. 
you are still in the tent uh, in front of the heart of the behemoth, uh, of the dread behemoth, rather. Uh, it still beats loudly. Um, it has the same effect that I described previously, where it's hard to hear or focus on anything else other than the loud pressure of this beat in your ear. When suddenly there's silence. And the heart you look at, it still visually looks like it is beating. You may remember when you first met with Herman Fuller how you did not hear the alarms of Site 44 during your conversation. Upon having this thought cross your mind, you spin around and Herman Fuller has joined you in this tent and is standing behind you. Ah, Miss Agnes, what a shame, what a shame indeed. Ah, if only you had accepted my previous offer to learn more about your sister, young Trixie would have had no issues having a deeper conversation on this issue. How have you been? It's been so long. Only about 12 hours, but regardless... Uh, you know, things would be going better if the people weren't as secretive around here. Ah, yes, that is one of the issues with my circus, is it not? Everyone seems to mistrust each other, but it is quite effective at keeping certain parts from getting out. I mean, if the whole world knew how certain things are run here, then they may not be as inclined to come visit. But I digress. <sighs> so, let's not focus on what could have been with your conversation with Trixie. Let's focus on the now. My offer still stands if you want to know more about your sister, I can do what I am able to alleviate some of your amnesia. But I need you to do something for me in return. And I must ensure your cooperation as well. Would you be interested in this, or are you still too reluctant? I don't suppose you're willing to provide any more information regarding this task? Well, hmm. Let's have a discussion. He, uh, a fancy-looking chair, uh, it's well-padded and is, uh, a, a large red armrest chair with, uh, very comfortable padding on it, uh, manifests next to him, and he fancily sits down and uh, manifests another chair across from him, offering for you to sit as well. Okay, I, I join him and I sit down. So, what do you need to know from me in order for us to make a deal? 
I just want to make sure that I'm not getting myself into a situation where I'm having to work for you forever, like these people here at the circus. Oh, no, 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 no. This is a very temporary operation. See, my only real deep desire within the circus here is... Hmm, how should I word this? I want to continue to run a circus. I want to retake control here. And I want to live out the rest of my life. Hopefully a long one. I want to live it out, continuing to entertain the world. But I need to have control of my circus and my people in order to do so. All I ask is that you assist me in helping to retake my circus. Alright, I have one more question before I make my decision. You seem to know that I have amnesia when I didn't even know. So do you also know the source of my amnesia? And would you be willing to tell me that as well? Hmm. That is a tricky one. So I have many capabilities. I will be honest with you. I will not be able to restore your memory fully. But I can tell that you have been administered some sort of amnestic. This is a nasty little treat. It is able to selectively clear your mind of certain events, people, whatever the user of this amnestic desires. It can come in a pill format, a shot, or... Oh, you can get as fancy as uh, the Men in Black movies where they have those little flashy pens. Those are fun. But there are many different ways that these are manufactured. The particular one that I can tell that you have been given hmm. the reason I can tell is I've had some experience with the deep. He motions to the heart of the dread behemoth behind you. I seek to add many different features to my circus, and I've hunted down many different creatures, people, freaks. Some I regret bringing in, but some I was also not able to wrangle. I am somewhat associated uh, I have made a small introduction to the creature that has been able to affect your mind in this way. I do not know by what vehicle it has affected your mind, but there is a certain creature that stretches across the bottom of the ocean. In... Indian culture, it is known as Anantasesha. It is a great serpent, and it secretes a certain fluid that is particularly potent at erasing memories. 
if you manage to get that deep into the ocean, simply being in its presence, you will forget all of who you are. But if this fluid is taken elsewhere, it can be used uh, selectively as an amnestic. Again, I do not know by what vehicle it has wound up in your system, but it is there nonetheless. I'm not able to fully counteract it, because it is quite powerful, but I can open a few gaps in between the coil that it has around your mind. With time, you may remember everything, but for the moment, you can only remember so much. Now, I believe I have answered all of your questions. Now, do we have a deal? Fine. On the condition that once I finish with this task, I am resolved from any obligations from you, then yeah, I agree. Excellent. Now, all that I need to ensure that you hold up your end of the bargain is a little bit of flood. All right, we're you don't going. have to draw it yourself. Hold on, I have a, I have an idea. This will be, this will be fun. Just wait. Uh, the blood has to just be given with consent. So uh, just say yes, you give your consent. Okay, yes, I give my consent. I'll be right back. He uh, runs behind his chair, uh, and you hear the sound of a portal opening. So uh, he's gone for maybe like 20 seconds or so, and then reappears from back behind the chair and you feel slightly lightheaded and see that he is holding a small paper cup and you can see a little label on the side that says cup of half harpy blood and you may remember that someone can enter any fluid into a certain vending machine and it will vend out. Herman Fuller raises his cup to you. Cheers, Miss Agnes. To your memory and to a grand partnership. And he drinks your blood. Oh! That's nasty. Mm, tasty. So, Jordan, as Herman Fuller drinks this cup, you realize that there has been a pressure on your mind. It has felt like there has been a rope or chains or a coiling serpent that has wrapped around your mind and prevented certain information from getting into it or from you being able to pull that memory out and realize something. You remember your sister. You aren't able to remember a whole lot about her, but you... Do you, do you have a name that you would like to have for your sister? How about Magnolia? Okay. 
Yeah. I like that name. You remember your sister. Her name is Magnolia. You're not able to remember a whole lot about her, but you realize one of the memories that you hold very fondly, the memory of your mother teaching you to fly, it wasn't your mother. It was Magnolia. And you remember that something happened with her that caused her to run away from your flock. You don't remember why, but you remember that the being that came looking for her is what caused your family to relocate to Piedmont, Missouri. And as these memories begin to come back to you, the coil on your mind, realizing that a string has been pulled in order to let some of this information leak to you, begins to coil tighter. And your vision begins to blur as Herman Fuller steps into a rift and with a wry smile disappears. All content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under the Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from the SCP Wiki and its authors. Please see scp-wiki.net for all the original content. For all SCPs used and referenced within our episodes, please see our page on the SCP Foundation Wiki. You can find us at scp-wiki.net slash scp-play-podcast-hub, which is also linked on our Anchor page. Thank you to Michael Winton for all the music that we use in our show, and thank you for listening.